0: To the approach, Jeremy Seahome, Danny Finn. Wow, it's
1: been a while since I did that. I forgot how to change back to myself. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a Tuesday night edition of Candlepin Corner on Twitch. Uh, again, very happy to be joined by the approach podcast, Jeremy and Danny. What's going on, guys? Bring them in. How are we doing tonight?
0: I have to say, that intro scares the crap out of me every single time. <laughs>
1: I had my, ch- my volume way too high today, and I, I think I blew out an eardrum. That's, t- it's
0: literally, it's, it's like three minutes, you have your little background going, and I'm just sitting there, I'm looking at my phone, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, like, there's <laughs> like, oh, all yeah. this noise. I'm like, like, I jump every single time.
1: We It was designed that way. I told, when, when Kerry designed it, I said, make it as loud as possible to wake everybody up as soon as I hit play <laughs> on it.
2: There we go. Did we? Did you move? I noticed a new background, Corey.
1: Oh yeah, I, I rotated. My, my wife has been uh, Cricket Central. Which way did I got to go? Cricket Central all back there. Uh, so I had to make a little more space, so I sw- switched the desk around. So now I'm facing the other way.
2: Gotcha. That but makes more sense.
1: It's yeah, cool. It shows off more of my sports memorabilia back there instead of just the three helmets you could see the other way.
2: <laughs>
1: but you got, I'll let you guys lead in because you guys got a, a hell of a guest tonight.
0: Yeah. So I, I've apparently been pronouncing this guy's name wrong for like the last 23 years. Um, apparently, I thought it was Beauvais. I, I Apparently it's Greenwood, Chris Greenwood. <laughs> so it's so I got—I got to know right off the side. Uh, I was about to say I got to know like right off the bat, like where did that come from?
3: So French for Bober, um, and, and to answer one of the questions, if I heard it mispronounced, I—I I don't, I don't think there's a number large enough. Bober is is French for Greenwood, so. So that's,
0: that's
2: where the
0: Greenwood comes from. <laughs> I suppose I probably could have just
2: Googled that. I totally did not. Yeah, you I was, not in on that joke. You I was a completely confused Tennessee, by where we are going with that.
0: <laughs> uh, so what's going on tonight? Uh, you
3: know, it's it's a Tuesday night and it's no matter, but other than that, you know, hey, happy, happy, to, be, happy to be here. You know, it,
0: it, this this. this, this Nice. Um, so usually we, we go back to, you know, your talk about youth bowling and stuff like that. I'm assuming, I mean, you probably grew up at Leader, right?
3: So I started, um, yes, I, I grew up at Leader I until I was 12. Uh, um, mm-hmm. The first time I ever touched a ball was on my 12th and heard the announcement for junior league. Um, and I a week or two weeks. After that, so uh, yeah, yes, did
0: all my at Lita. Then eventually you started working there. So you basically you pulled the same same move I did. You know, you do all your you yes. pulled it was it was like uh, a home away from home.
3: Right, right, right. I I I, I think I was bowling at nine thirty in the morning for probably uh, I say two years, three years, and then I joined. Did get alone twice as a junior, and then started working there at like 15 and a half. So I dropped back, back down in the nine thirty league. But um, I was rhymes So yes, probably the same exact thing that you that you did. I was bowling, working simultaneously, if if you would.
0: So, so so what? What initially got you? Said you didn't start till twelve. What what got you? What what got you the bug to start?
3: So funny. I went to uh, it was it was my birthday. My dad took me to Wendy's, and it was always a big thing of you know. Oh, all right, so it's your birthday. What do you want? To do? You know, every every year it was just something you know weird and 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 if you will. And when I was twelve, I said, "Hey, hey what about going bowling?" And so he said, "Yeah, no, there's a bowling alley down the street," which from where we it was it was like two miles down the street and we went there and, and and that was the first high ball. I never actually even knew that my father was a good bolt. Um, he never said anything. I never saw any of his you know trophies that he had. Uh, um, and we showed up at the lanes and the first game and next thing you know they. Made that announcement for junior leagues. The rest is history, but but uh, it was never something that interested in. So he never he never pushed me to do it. To it was kind of just like I said, out of the blue thing on my 12th birthday. I was like.
0: So, Oddly so you, you know, you said you, you said you said your father was a pretty good bowler. Now, I came across he was actually on was it Big Shot bowling?
3: No. So, oh, so unfortunately, um, they used to bowl uh, the the shows of you know Big Shot, and they were invitational. and so they had to ask you if you wanted to. Bowl. Probably at least a half a dozen times got asked to bowl for um, he said no he, he just didn't like the limelight mm-hmm. he didn't like the uh, focus on him um, he, was, he was a good bowler he had, he had the house record I think a long time the high single up in Manchester at Lakeside um, You know, and I'm going back to my, my father but um, he, he, he had the, the house record back for the longest time and there was a Roland over that worked there doing the same Roland, Roland Bovert but uh um, he was he was a heck of a bowler in his day but he never wanted that mm. uh, focus on him yeah. TV because he didn't he, I don't know I, I don't know why he never I to be perfectly honest with you he, he, he just didn't want the focus on,
2: on him uh It's funny because we have um, working at the the Bowling Alley. Uh, We have Steve Reno, senior working there. And, you know, nowadays, if if you find a guy who averages 120, like he will get dragged to pro series. He'll get dragged to any, you know, whether it's uh, New England Candlepins or Candlepins for Cancer or any – or King of the Not What was the big – classic Candlepins. He gets dragged there Mm -hmm. where, you know, we have some guys that come in and say they used to average, you know, 125. And Steve said, you know, back in the day there was a lot of those guys that just never went to the TV roll-offs. Like they were good in their house, and that's basically – they stayed in that little bubble. I think the game has definitely changed from there where. I don't think you can hide in the house with a 120 plus average nowadays, really. And and, and
3: he was. Uh, it, they they used to have uh, um, pictures on at Lita lanes. I, I think they've uploaded them since, but um, he was on one of those where they won on like a Tuesday nightly versus. He was probably 123, 124, 125. I Ben, a guy that you would never heard of because he didn't like that. He never used to do yeah. you know those times of, of TV shows or anything like that. He, he didn't want anything to do with it. He was content you know bowling the the once a week when bowling like four or five times a week when he didn't have kids but um he the attention. I I don't
2: think um, but he was
3: he was a hell of a bowler.
2: Yeah. Kidding. Yeah, I feel like today somebody kidnaps him and puts him in a car and brings him to a pro series doubles event like with a 125 <laughs> average. Yeah. Yeah, you average 125
3: today you're not you're not somebody's going to take you. Yeah.
2: yeah. I will drive you, I will pay for you. <laughs> you see comment. when
0: I when I joined the the Monday Night League at Fairway when I was a teenager, there was like five or six guys that averaged 120 to 123. You yeah. know, and I asked them you know, oh you got you go to go to the T V roll offs this weekend, they're like, nah, don't care. They bowl once a week, they average one twenty three and they're fine.
3: <laughs> right. It, 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 I have it, the same it, problem. It's not it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have the same problem. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's not the same as it used to be, you know, and, but yeah. but also back yeah, you, know, you know, Nashville alone, I'm pretty sure you had three houses. Now you have how many houses and so it's 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 a completely different game
2: so yeah (laughs) i remember we had lexi on the podcast speaking of lita and they were talking about the mask mandate i think it was and uh you know there was something that came out that said places you must wear a mask and it said bowling alleys and she said you know it was a nashua print they could have just put lita Lane. they didn't yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) she's not there's nothing left uh you know in nashua they used to have oh it's called Gate City on Canal Street or Canal Lanes or something like that. And then there was a temp DW Highway in Nashville and that closed too. So yeah, it, it literally should have said.
0: So what What got. When did you start to get the bug to, to be competitive?
3: Uh, so it probably wasn't until I was like. 16 I, I would say um you know I started to, but in all honesty I, I didn't really know about you know the world tour or anything like that when I was working at the bowling like the, the big thing you know and and I started getting good and you know and went to you know these these state and international tournaments so the state tournament depending on, um, you know, they were either at Lita or, or, or I think we had conquered one. Uh, um, and then the internationals was, was always in Portsmouth. Um, Easter, you know, when, when I was working, it, it was it, that right there was like, oh, my God. You know, these guys were just in a different league and, you know, watching Peter Flynn and, and Gary Cameron and Tommy Olsen, all these guys, but Jeff Atkins the, the day he threw 2800 I'm pretty sure I was working that, that it, it, it was just beyond, beyond my means it was like this is this, this good yeah. and you know, well, the more I just kind of old in the junior league and did these different types of, of states, you know all right now now I'm getting 17 almost 18 all right to, to try for TV you know to do all all these events and the adults uh, and everything just became kind of surreal a little bit uh bug uh, hit you know it, it, was, it was like oh man what I wouldn't give to win one of these get here or whatever and that and I, I, think, I think that's kind of when it all kind of end um Knowing that, I don't think I was in a place back to be able to be that good, or you know, keep up with these guys. But that's the only way you're going to get better. You know, right. you can't you can't just sit there and hide. Big on a on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, you, you got to bowl against these guys. And first time I ever tried out for TV, I have no, no idea what I threw, but it probably wasn't very good. Uh, cool. Great first adult state tournament, um, but it, it's it's one of those things where you know, as as an up and coming bowler, back, you had to learn what, what it was like to lose before you could learn what it, these guys were just on a different level than anybody else.
0: Oh, hundred percent. No, and, and I remember my first TV roll off. At, it was channel 50 roll-off and I was paired with Charlie Jutras and you know I'm 18 years old I probably just turned 18 and I mean I was mortified but I mean he made me feel so at home he was so friendly you know we were you know bantering back and forth and he beat me by a pin I think I went like 584 he went 585 and he winked at me and said oh, I beat you kid <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> and, it, and, and, it, and it was great and so that, that let me loosen up and be more comfortable to do more of those mm-hmm.
3: yep yeah I remember you know back back in old enough it was you know pacing in these things um, I paced an Easter right for TV roll off um, you know at least when they, they were actually uh, um, I didn't tra- travel around and, and pace in the ones in different houses but, you, know, um, you know just to kind of, again, get the experience because that are elite and uh, you know, the, the best in the game even going down to the first year of you know bowling in these adult tournaments it was, you know, it's a little shell shock, you know, you mm-hmm. sit there in juniors and you throw a 600 it's like, yeah, I know, these roll-offs and it's, you're like 25th you know, it, yeah. it, it's, it's nothing <laughs>
2: So I, w- I wanted to ask you that too, because like now, you know, you see more stuff with, you know, an example with, you know, ACST, we have, you know, ABC, like people can kind of see where they stack up and bowl against each, you know, people of their own peers. When you jump from something from like a junior league to go into, you know, whether it was a WCBC or pro or TV roll-offs and Dave Barber talked about this where you can get shell-shocked, you can get guys throwing these huge numbers at you. What, what mentally do you have to do to not, uh, Get discouraged and say I can never beat these guys. I know for Barber, he said I'm going to return the favor because I was the guy taking the whoopings I'm going to be the one giving the whoopings later. What what, what was your thoughts when you when you went to that and all of a sudden you know into the Shark Tank of all these great bowlers?
3: You know that, that's that's a great question and I like, like how Dave put it, honest with you the the very first time. So I turned 18 and I decided to bowl all of Vance Salt, um, you know, coming off of a monster years a junior hit for states um you know basically winning everything and 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 I went into my father for the money he went to london bowling center to pay for me and Timmy working there and he called me on the phone my father that is he called me on the phone you want to do this you know it's really all, all events like you know who bowls in these things and this, this is not an easy thing, you know, I said, no, you're right, but, but you know, I mean, if, I, if I'm if i ready to pay my own money, and, and, and I think I'm good enough to win in cash and singles or doubles or mixed doubles, then, you know what, I might as well just pay for it all, mm-hmm. and so we went back and forth a little bit, and I told my father, I said, okay, you know, I'll tell you what, you're better than me, uh, um, you can keep, keep the money, but... If I, you have to pay me the winner's money. So at the time were top five, make the all events and then into the TV round and then two bowls, five, three bowls, four side on a Saturday night to determine the winners. And then those two bowl on TV for this. I said, no, dad, you don't have to do it. You can keep the money. Um, but if I was at the time, it was a thousand dollars. So he said, "Well, I'm not going to do that," and I said, "Well, it, it is what it is. It's coming out of my pocket," you know. So he paid it, and and I remember I loved that house, and and I bowled really, really good in that house, and and I shook the event in the mixed teams. I needed a four hundred to make the top five, four ten, and I bowled I had to beat Timmy Lipkin on a Saturday night in his on TV and I did um, miraculously enough uh and then I bowled on TV who, who smoked me uh, um he was a, his third string god love the man uh rest in peace but he was I mean he just destroyed me but just to make it there was enough to be you know what you know maybe I can do this I'm not going to be able to do it mm-hmm. this you know and and it's not the juniors it, it's a different you know it's a different world and in my first you know pro tour pro title or 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 even you know to, to whether it was that or Easter um, but you know I, I wasn't in a position to to just want, want to throw my money away so and and I firmly believe that I had just as much of a shot, and, and I think it comes really from confidence. You know, so, yep, they're they're in, in a long run, or, or a lead, they're averaging 130, I'm averaging 100, but you know what, when it comes down to 5 or 10 or 20 strings, let's face it, um, and I'll take my chance. So, it it, it it becomes immense is what it becomes.
2: Mm-hmm. It's funny because you look at it now, too, what you're saying about, you know, jumping from juniors to ad- to adults. We've had a few kids in the um, in the junior league actually forego any chance to bowl in states, uh, not to take the big leap to bowl the scratch events, but actually looking into doing things like handicap tournaments or ACBT because the juniors are all scratch events. And they're realizing that they can actually make more money doing handicap tournaments as an adult than they have a shot of winning. A scratch states events for juniors. It just like do you see that the game has changed significantly since when you came up in that sense? Uh it,
3: it really has. <laughs> Sorry, pardon it has. Uh, <laughs> you know, back back when we were juniors, you know, it was it was a a it, it, was, it was almost like a, a big event for us. You know, we would fill the house on on two or three weekends, we would have have this huge, just trophy ceremony, you know, big banquet and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at a, at a hotel center, and you know, you had an opportunity to really kind of just their friends from your bowling alley, but other mm-hmm. people, and they were rivals. Yeah, were rivals from other bowling alleys, and and it was your day of record your day that you know you were the best of the best of, of the bowl in those events and and you know you, you had to dress up you know it was like that you know it's not it's not like that now days unless mm-hmm. you know you're going to like the hall of fame but the game has changed because you know, or if it is a Trophy, you know, it's it's, it's a participation trophy. Kind of had to earn it back back then. You know, it was only top two or or top internationals. You know, you had Canadians coming down all the time. Um, you know, they were Portsmouth. and and it was you know a whole weekend just, just whether it was bowling and and hanging out at the hotel afterwards, meeting new people. Um, you know, it. it, it became, you know, a, a, a huge event. It's, it's really not like that anymore. Right. You know, and unfortunately, you know, you got a video games and things like that that kind of step in the way, and that's hurt, you know, anyways, but it's also not as hyped up as it used to be.
0: Either. I mean, to be fair, we had them too. I mean, we, we still had video games
3: too. Not as much. Well, you must so um, I didn't have I, I,
0: you know, I'm really going to show myself, you know, I, See, I'd i like to also day day like day to day point day. out that I am not the oldest person <laughs> in the room.
2: I know. I know. It's a rare. It's a rarity, but it happens sometimes <laughs> <laughs> when we pull people out of retirement homes. Sometimes you're not the oldest. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's he's old enough. He made the friggin skin show. That's how old he is. Uh, I, I,
3: I did. Yep. And, and you know. But that was a lot of fun. That
0: was, that was a heck of a lot of That was a lot of fun oh, to watch. I actually, I really enjoyed those skin shows.
2: Oh, geez, it, it, you see the comments? Calm down, Jeremy. You'll pull a muscle. He still hasn't
0: recovered from the pull <laughs> muscle he has. It, it's very, thanks, Kate. You
3: still are the shortest, and you will always be the shortest. Sure. That, that is 100%. I still
2: like when you rolled the tournament with Freshie, and you guys were, what, 10 feet of terror? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true.
2: <laughs> I can though. I don't know. I don't even know. if you add them both up I'm nine and a half maybe it's got to be close to ten feet
0: <laughs> oh I mean, I mean come if, on I'm, if I'm if like five three
2: if, if, if one of them gets on their tippy toes
3: listen if you get a brag about five three <laughs> uh,
2: that musk or something I'm just saying <laughs> <you> know. <sighs> So was that something? I know you talked about your dad didn't want to go into that um, into the limelight. But did he, when you started bowling more on TV and you started getting that limelight, was even though he didn't have that experience, was he able to kind of coach you mentally through some of those events to get you mentally tough for that? Or was that something you kind of had to learn on your own? Oh, well, my father was more nervous than me. I oh, was he? at
3: every moment when it came to uh, TV, um, whether it was. I mean like a, a qualifier was fine um mm-hmm. but a finals roll off that i had a on tv um you know god love the man he was my best friend When I, I was on tv he he was out and you know keglers or he was watching from tv um because you know they were it on, on he he was he was a wreck he really was um you know my mother would you could hear nothing but her voice, but my <laughs> father was a literal. He was so nervous, and, and 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 I'll like never forget the day that you know when he was in Kegler. I'm pretty sure he went through two and a half picks um, and he he was he, he cried like like a baby when it was all over. Um, he was like I said, he was more nervous than me because. <laughs> Him, it was a deal and I don't know if that was just because you know the father figure oh that that that's my kid you know that mm-hmm. that's who won that's my kid that's my son you know I, I but it, he was so good back in his, his day see what you could have done you know see what see what you could have experienced but he didn't want it. did he want it for me hmm. oh my god a million times Oh, like he he <laughs> loved to come I, he, he, uh, did he
2: did he want it for you be, because he wanted it or did he want it for you because he knew you wanted it you know what i mean like was it was he living and dying with it because he knew it meant so much to you or no to be honest with you <laughs> uh, it was okay. he,
3: he wanted it because for some reason he saw that i was so much better than he was and i'm not going to agree with that because i never saw him bold I, I bowled on them. Uh, I was like a Monday night, like Telegraph League or something like that. It was like a mixed league, you know, fun league. But it's almost like, like he wanted he wanted me to have something that he knew we could never have to have it because he didn't want to bowl on TV. and he yeah. didn't want that line like on something. It, it was it, it. It actually sometimes I thought it meant more to him than it perfect. Really fine with me because, like I said, at the end of the day, he was he was my everything. You know that that guy was my mentor. He kept me. I had a really, you know, shitty attitude. Or, uh, a Sean Bolt. You know? Um, you know, and, and we all have years that, you know, we and we we have massive massive average years, and then we have, you know, years that we struggle. And, and he was he, he was my standard, you know. It was like yeah, yeah, but you know what? You remember, remember the temporary, you know. He he never used to think that it was, it was the first guy I ever turned around and looked at and said, "Right, I had no idea where the balls going." Because nobody knew me better than him. nobody knew me better than him. What I um, as unorthodox as I am. Um, he he knew me better of of ever asked so. Yeah,
0: yeah. See, my my grandfather was the, the same exact way. Like you know, biggest fan. Like he was he was actually a pretty good bowler in the '60s. You know, bowling on wooden pins and stuff like that. He averaged 109, something like that. You know. and you know nothing crazy, but still really solid bowler. He loved watching bowling shows. He loved going to all my roll offs, all my tapings, all this stuff. But he would also be the first one to tell me that I suck. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it, it's true. Like it, it, it was was it? It was I think it was New England Candlepins, yeah. or he he did it for Channel Fifty too. Where I'd come off, I'd throw like a one hundred and five, and then like a one ten, and he just and he goes, well. Uh, Gonna have to do better than that. That ain't getting you anything.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what he told uh the the uh, manager at the time, PJ, uh yeah. Jeremy was doing a roll off for uh New England candle pins, and I forget what you threw.
0: It was and, like a 112.
2: Yeah, and he asked PJ because he couldn't see the screen, what did he get? And you know, PJ said one twelve. He goes, Nah, you ain't getting anywhere with that. <laughs> <He> <laughs> knew right away.
0: Yeah, but this but the same thing, like you know, you know, he'd he'd be the first one if he sees them getting upset, you know, you'd be like, ah, you know, this, this, you know three to go you know that guy he sucked over there and like you know this you're, you're doing fine you know kind of kind of thing and then you know both times that i made channel 50 first thing he's oh we're gonna stop by the vfw because he was just like a big shot at the vfw and we walk in he starts telling everybody because they're all old people and used to watch bowling and it was it was just you know same similar kind of kind of thing where he was nervous more nervous than i was i'm like i'm just bowling it's fine yeah, but I,
3: he always he, he always used to grab me and be like just throw the ball just throw the ball you know or <laughs> or you know you short arm what are you doing why why do the damn ball you know it, it, he made it sound so simple that, that you know 46 it's it's like no he's like a thousand thousand percent right many years mm. and, and know what i new today I'd be like no no just stupid just throw the damn ball in literally everything just mm-hmm. throw the damn, damn ball and he never made it complicated he, he, he never really tried to coach me he, he never really want to be that, that guy but he would also be the first person that i would turn around and ah, that the whole idea what yep. the hell am i doing and he'd be like i can tell you exactly what i'm gonna tell you where you Want to know? Like, yeah, that's why I'm asking. Okay, <laughs> that, well, since that, you're asking, that, that would help. <laughs> and right, yes. Yeah,
2: so,
3: so, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't volunteer it because he didn't want to see like, like you know, that father. Of, uh, I mean, you you see now. What Everybody just in, and, and you know, everybody's got to be the best of the best all the time, no matter what. And and he mm. he would never ever he would never be, be that person to volunteer. I had to ask, but ninety-nine times out of a hundred, he always knew it. Oh yeah, weeks. Like, oh my god, are you kidding? Me. Can you just like let me know what I'm doing? That well, kind of coach you or, or or make you think think like I'm telling you what to do or whatever. You gotta help me out here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's that was. I get it. I I understand it because I had a couple kids that bowled not for very good either. I'm like, no, I will not coach them. Mm. So I get where he's coming from. Mm.
0: You know? Now, I had a, something I had thought about earlier today, uh, a question. You know, Danny just mentioned about the difference between how the game has changed between now and then when we came up, I know like you came up a few, just a few years before I did, but we also came up, we still had the Morgans. We still had Carrington was still in his prime. Um, poster was kind of towards the end but but still we had all these guys that were still bowling like nowadays like i i feel like the the kids don't have that like i feel like we had a little extra motivation to get better mm-hmm. and i don't i don't yep. know if that's something like people like anyone would agree with or not i don't know, i just i just <laughs> plus there was tv shows and, and and things like that
3: right so i i think i think it- got to look at it two different ways and, and one way is when you were a junior bowling you know how many how many junior program when i was a junior i can tell you right now at 9 30 lanes of five kids per team and then and that's just boys that's just straight boys mm-hmm. and then at 11 45 we had, you know, themed teams of boys, just boys. Again, it wasn't co ed. You know, you sat down on Saturday after you bowled, then you watched, you know, your your single. And then on Sunday, you had your Channel 50, uh, um, you know, singles, and, and you had your doubles show right after that. So mm-hmm. it was almost like it was a weekend. You had all these guys, right? But. You know, you have to have the kit to get to where those guys were, true. in order to make very true your next. You know that that many. So yeah, you look at today's game; they're different houses. Um, mm-hmm. Pinfall is way different. It's it's not this. you look at your averages out there. Um, you know, back in the day, you know, forty. If not more on the pro series or the pro tour one twenty, um, yep. just look at the Friday night. You know the, the pro league right now it's it's not, not it's not even close. It's not even comparable. Now, is that the game? Is that the fact of? You know, let's face it. How many how many from a kid to an adult and 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 make them competitive? Well has to do with i think numbers um again 18 times five you know you're looking at a ton of kids kids to potentially oh yeah the definitely next you know mike morgan or, or tommy morgan and i i had the pleasure you don't you don't see that nowadays because there's so mm. many other things out there is it's, um, it, it's it's too expensive for some people. Is is worth more more than a bullman alley, unfortunately. Um, and there really isn't, you know. There's there's one TV show, um you know, an amazing job, of just following everybody around, around and, and broadcasting everything that ACST or or Friday night matches or whatever. But there's Thing. So, if if you had to look at it and say, "Do I want it for me?" Unfortunately, it, this is that generation. What's in it for right. me? And if they what I want to do, it?
0: It, uh, no, that's true. I mean, I mean, looking at now, I mean, you mentioned like the streaming. I mean, there's more content than ever. Right. I mean, there's. I mean, there's literally 100%. there's a ma- there's, there's a yep. there's a match basically every day. I mean, there's 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 times where I'm, you know I have two monitors at work, you know I have off in the corner you, you know a match going on and you know my boss will come over and I'm like he's like, are you literally watching bowling? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: A lot of daytime <laughs> bowling. I, I'm surprised. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, and I'm like, a random I'm like, Wednesday off to bowl a match.
0: I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I'm watching bowling. Said <laughs> my buddy's got a match and he's just like, you're such a nerd.
2: Well, you know, and you were talking about too, like people, you know, wanting to to bowl, you know, the Morgans, and I, I know it may seem, you know, like obviously the game is very different now and things like that, but I think there are people that bowlers look up to a lot, and and one of the examples that I thought was really cool, um, that maybe not a lot of people know about, but. When we had, uh, we needed a replacement in the C for ACST and um, in the C class, and you know, as many people know, Cheech has been struggling a little bit and he had messaged me saying, you know, I don't consider myself really a C bowler, but my average states that I'm a C right now. I'm just concerned that if I go there, people are going to think I'm looking for easy wins. And I had talked to a few people in the C and I'm going to tell you, almost everybody in that group wanted him to bowl because they were amped to bowl against somebody who has such an established name. And like, mm-hmm. and I can tell you a lot of people, whether they've beaten them or lost to him, they're like, they love the fact that they got to go head to head with somebody who's thrown a 200, who everybody knows who's, you know, and I think, I think there are people that, you know, and maybe, and I, I don't know, Corey, you might be more on the same boat with me on this one. You guys are those people right now. You know, what, <laughs> dude, looking, it's. We're looking it's, to you guys.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny. I just actually had this conversation with, with Mark Ricci at Riverwalk after my abysmal match yesterday. That doesn't exist. It didn't happen. Um, but Mark was saying that. He goes, the the new old guard, whether they wanna be in it or not, is is Chris, it's Jeremy, it's yeah. Mark, it's it's Dave Barber, it's Surette Baker, it's those guys that yeah. That were the next guys up when when the Morgans started to to fade out. You guys took that spot, and now mm-hmm. you guys are the the guard yeah. that's kind of right. waiting for the, I don't, the next I don't know guys. You guys.
2: See it because I mean, remember we had Tommy on the podcast. He didn't see himself as that guy. He just said, "I'm only bowling." You guys are those guys now. Like I know I'm it's not sure. bowling,
0: to- but he was only the, the, one of the best ever to do
2: it. I know, but if you remember, but he didn't see himself. Right? Win. No, no, no that I know, I know, it. I know, and I don't think I think yeah. the problem is not the problem, but the thing is, you guys are those guys now. And there's a wave of people that are looking to to bowl against people like you guys. <laughs> um, like even
1: just this past Friday, I subbed in for for Academy 1 on Friday night. And next to us when we were bowling it in the left room at Academy was you guys versus Academy 2. And I was sitting there, and you guys started early. And I got there, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is awesome. I get to sit here and watch half an hour before we start these two yeah. amazing teams mm-hmm. go. And, and they got some younger guys in there, too. But you guys are established names that me as somebody who's just kind of an older rookie getting into the the more established competitive bowling it was awesome to kind of just sit and watch you guys bowl
2: yeah and i know too like there's been guys who talk about if they've had a rough a they you know i don't want to go to b everyone's gonna be pissed because i'll go down there and beat everybody and i tell them i don't think you realize a lot of the guys in the b want to crack at you like as bad as that sounds like they want that opportunity not because they catch you on a bad year but obviously they don't want to go through the a and get. 15 of those guys back to back to back, but right. I think they want some of those opportunities to, to get to bowl people of, of your calibers. Like, and I'm not just saying that's a bowl of smoke, like, that's not where the interview was going at all, but I do think, I think because you're in the mix of that, you're not, you know, it doesn't feel like it. You know, does that make sense?
3: No, it does. I, I never looked at myself like that either. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to myself in that, that upper echelon. Um, I, I always just thought I could hold my own on any given day
2: and that's um, that's
0: literally been my exact thing and and it drives sometimes it drives danny nuts because like i i I won't give myself credit for anything
2: yeah
3: you're you're 100 right you know and if i'm if i'm doing it it's because i know you too well and and if i'm not picking on you it's probably because i don't like you type thing you know what i mean (laughs) i i don't i don't go out and and, you know flaunt around resume because I'm not you know I'm not like that you'll never Hmm. you know that you know you want to have guys to shoot for yeah shoot for Dave Barber shoot there's nothing like beating them too so I I, I agree with what you're saying if I'm you know somebody in a B like the example that you just gave with with, you know Cheech or, or somebody like that you know Cheech has done something that Craig Holbrook is never done and thrown a yeah. 200 string easy yeah. so if you want to be the guy that cracks the guy who's throwing a 200 good more power to you yeah Absolutely. go kick their ass
0: at you know. academy no less
3: and, right yeah, yeah 100% right and if that's what drives you every, every single day you know because that's what makes people so much better you gotta have something you, you can't be looking forward to TV of all right. Well, I got this roll off and this roll off and this roll. No, you gotta have something else to feed off of. I'm a C yeah. and I need to be to B. Good for you. Go for it. Do it. If thing and and you know what, you want to kick our ass on Wuburn? Go for it. You know what? If that's what fuse your fire, you gotta have something. You yeah realistically.
2: So yeah, I'm looking at the comment right here, like, and I, you know, I mean, not to ignore them either, but like, look at the B you got, you know, Mike McIntosh and Rich Richelotti are currently sitting in the B you know, I got the bowl against Phil Clough. Who's, you know, got three house records. He was showing us uh, yesterday. So it's like, I, I do think that there are um, there are opportunities where people are excited to bowl Um yeah, trying to figure out who Stone Taco. I was trying to base it on the picture, but the pictures are so small. There's no way to really see who it is. I think it's Dom Paladino from looking at it, but I'm not 100 percent positive. Yeah, and Dom Dom's a young kid that's up and coming as well. And I think as, as if that's who it is. You know, that makes perfect sense. Where he's somebody that he gets to bowl people who are established, know how to be on the lane. You know, know well. Composure is an interesting word when we talk about Mac. But <laughs> but but Ooh. if nothing else. I love, I love them. <laughs> but if nothing uh, else, uh, those uh, are. Can I go back to so yeah no, no, no you're not you're those not, those are learning experiences for a lot of for a lot of people <laughs> like um, you know for me it was bowling at uh, the Exeter once a month during the COVID year when I, I think I got uh, picked on the replacements. Um, <laughs> But that was, um, but learning how to bowl from those guys like Brian Mayer, like that was an experience for me that I felt mm-hmm. made me better. And I think a lot of these people are getting those experiences now. Where before you guys were looking, you know, to those TV roll offs, Jeremy Ball with Jutris, you know, you had to bowl Tim Lipke to get on TV. Like those, those, these are our moments for what you guys were doing for the TV roll offs. Right,
3: hundred percent. You know, and and it, it, it's nice to be in, like I, I miss the whole rock and bowl uh, unfortunately this past week and I, I, this was the first year I actually committed to uh, being there but I had something come up that I had to, or somewhere that I, I wasn't planning on but anyways long story short like it, it's and, and beat somebody with a resume I don't care if, if the resume is years old or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. if somebody's got a resume let's face it you a guy who has one X or you know that guy has a 200 and and whatever the case may be and I I beat him that means something to them and if to make them better more power to them good for them Mm -hmm. because my generation is you know how many roll out for the new generation who knows I have Mm -hmm. no idea um but we gotta have is everything is gonna be a CBS. So we 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 gotta do something. You know, we gotta have, mm. you
0: know. So I was I was at the Rock and Bowl this past weekend and I it's been a long time since I've gone. I, I wanna say last time I was there, it was at Pilgrim and Boudreaux was probably like six, I think. Something like that. <laughs> so you know, his receding hairline was, was first starting.
2: <laughs> I was gonna ask if he had hair back then.
0: Um, I think you might believe that. So, yeah. <laughs> but but it was one of the most humbling experiences just because, I mean, we, we could as pros could sit back and just have fun. Mm-hmm. And these kids like are all running around, you know, with smiles on their faces, just like, all right, you know, I'm going to, I want to challenge you, you know, they hand you your you know, the ticket and you bowl them, you know, one box. And the way it is, is like you get one ball to their three. And <laughs> Bujia's kid literally called me out. <laughs> he, he just like turns around. He comes up to me. He goes, I want you. And like I sat there, I was like, Laurie, um, was, he was like right there, right there. She's like, did he just call you out? And I'm like, it was so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally tried. I tr- I'm like, you know what? I'm actually. I'm gonna give this one a go, and I tried. I tried to throw a strike, but I went right through the middle. <laughs> but it was so much fun, just you're just walking around, and kids come up to you. It's like, all right, can I bowl you? I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go. It was just so much fun.
3: I won. I've never been to one. Fortunately, I've, I've you know I've had kids of my own that that have already. Oh been. yeah.
0: And, and you know,
3: it's 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 a tough position to be in. But this one, I was you know, it it came up last minute. Um. You know, and, and, and it's nice to be able to. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, but like, how many people actually know me? So, how many challenge cards? Because I don't know how many people actually know me, you know? So, so it, it, it would be 100% fun and and, and say, yeah, yeah, you're bowling with the likes and things like that, that that have been on TV a million times. And everybody knows, you know, when, when you walk into a place and yeah, all right, these kids they want but if they if they come up and they hand you a card, hey, you know what? They must know you from somewhere cool. You know, that 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 that's kinda neat. That it still kinda follows you on to last time I was on T V God I don't I don't even remember, but it was twenty years ago or something like that. That
0: that's pretty cool, you know? So that I mean you must have you you must have made the Comcast show, right? Did uh, a couple times. Yep. Um, uh,
3: the the I I know I don't remember exactly how many, but I remember I Craig Holbrook um, on the last show of the day, which in all honesty nobody knows this. Funny enough, um, when Craig beat me, he threw a triple in in the Comcast show. Um, the next taping. I wouldn't have been, even been there for the taping. So, if anybody was going to beat me in any place, actually, really glad it was him at that particular spot, because <laughs> I, I wasn't going to be. I was, my, my parents were taking um, myself and uh, my wife in Vegas, and, and we had learned late about the tape date, and I was like, oh, I'm not even. Gonna, it's it's money, and let's go bowl, and uh, he ended up by like, throwing a triple. A. Anyways, and be, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I, I even told him that and, and I shook <laughs> his hand. And I was like, you know, you don't want to do that, but no. it's not like I mm. was throwing stuff away, but it, it, also knowing that I wouldn't have been there. So, so it, was tough. it was a tough situation, but you always, always like the opportunities because it, it, it's not that often, you know, it, it's, it's not that yeah. many back then that we
0: had left. So we're going to start getting through some of these uh, questions here. Uh, I have one here from uh, Tim Matero that says, who's your favorite bowler for Maine and why is it him? Um, <laughs> but actually he wanted to hear your, hear your thoughts. Yeah. And I think we kind of touched on it earlier. Um, the difference between the game when he came up into the adult scene compared to now, um, it is. I mean, it's a completely, completely different, different ball game. I think.
3: Yeah, it, it is. I, I think.
0: And that's not better or worse. I'm. I'm not saying one is better than the other.
3: No, there's oh, a heck of a lot more variables. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was in my twenties and and. I'm bowling, and you were traveling around to these tournaments, and there was bowling alleys everywhere. It, it it just seems like I don't want to say the priority, but I I think they did a little bit. They oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, when you know, bowling was a game; it was a sport. It now now it's become a massive business and saying that it shouldn't be a business. It, it, it really is a business. And you gotta be able to survive, keep your head above water. Um, but there, there's so much more competition out there. And I'm not talking bowling competition out there, but either of, of somebody that owns the place, you're either looking at struggling with help, paying all the money to, to maintain or vice versa when, well, you know, right? It or CBS want to buy the mm-hmm. property for millions of dollars. Your focus really kind of, you know.
0: Well,
3: well I, don't, I don't think people really. Where does it, where does it happen?
0: I, I, I don't know if a lot of people fully understand how much it costs to run a bowling alley.
3: Biggest problem, you know, everybody's like, you know, why are the, all these bowling alleys folding and stuff like that? So you got to put yourself in their shoes. And it, You know, back then, coming up the ranks and, um, you know, Tim, he's older than me, but uh, this was was totally different. It was a sport and a business. Mm -hmm. And this now is totally different than what it was back then. And there was a lot more going on for you. And leagues were not three times the size as what they are today again i just went through you know i, I you don't even touch in the adult, adult leagues so right. you know the is the adult leagues on a mixed league on a tuesday night today years ago and i can i can probably guarantee you that it's us and just do the math that's a lot of money so it it, it becomes it becomes very different very difficult to be able to uh, find all of the changes in this game and prices go up with everything but if I mean your income is going down it's harder to maintain it's harder to of things it's harder to support uh, um, so it, it it becomes a rock for a lot of people unless you just have you know like a, a, a constant cash from that you can just afford to do everything you know right it, it, it's tough it really
0: is it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one here it says do you feel guilty about taking the outrun the bear high single away from the guy who created the tournament and was it the the one guy's only it was the one guy's only crowning achievement and the guy still cries about it thinking at night asking for a friend. So,
3: because um, I'm pretty sure that guy still has a record, if I'm not mistaken, it may not be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it, it, I also have me. the record for the lowest string ever, bowl ever <laughs> <laughs> I have, I had a 175, which was the highest before some jerk took it from me, and I had a 62 <laughs> string.
3: Uh, I I appreciate that because I actually legitimately forgot what I threw that day okay I, appreciate I think was it a 178
2: I, I think, think so it probably was yeah.
3: yeah Rio was bowling right next to me and he threw the triple and, and I think I threw like a double nine not even paying attention to the single um, <laughs> being the same amount of money and, and then not, not once not twice but afterwards to remind me of uh, the fact that I had beaten you for high school. Just to throw it out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig Holbrook wants to know your honest opinion and let it all out oh, about the luckiest nine drop was... you will ever see against him in the final box of the Pro Series playoffs. That's <sighs> me.
3: Like Danny Finn. This one haunts me. Um, <laughs> I... I I lost a Craig in the last box on a Pro Series playoffs um, to a nine. being a nine drop, but it turned turned into a nine drop and and makes everything. Um, but that was yeah. It say it made me throw open my mouth a little bit. It, it made me throw up in my mouth a little bit uh, five on the right plus the seven pin and it turned into two one by one the seven pin with no wood um yeah right after I'd run just to even make it there um but Craig I love you but that was a little, little bit of bullshit <laughs> no hard feelings so. <laughs>
0: um Brendan O'Dowd asked, uh, "What what has been your best and worst changes, or what have been the best or worst changes to the game slash community over your over your career? In your opinion,
3: uh, um, it's say what we're doing now. I mean, and, and I don't want to say we, we're not doing a whole heck of a lot, but with all of these, you know, podcast and, and all of the." These live feeds that you know Paul Grant and and that are going on, and, and even the money matches that happen at uh, Exeter, um, you know, this stuff didn't exist, you know, even five years ago, years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is all kind of helping the game. What I I think you're going to start to see with like, like you know the NHC, you know. Taking a different direction, like see being president, and um, you know, and, and get different bowlers into uh, New Hampshire houses. I think is is you know before, before it gets too late, we, we gotta we gotta change things up up because what what was happen- happening a few years ago is not working. And yeah. see that just based on entries and and things like that. You know, it's it's. Because you know, you just look at how many people bowl in these events versus how many. Then it's, it's hardly anything. So, well, um, hopefully, we're taking a turn for the better.
0: I, I mean, I I feel like the compet what, the competitive side is on us, like like you know. But I yes. still think the open the open public is they're out there bowling. Yeah. There's no shortage in open public. You know, open bowling because I—I mean, Danny tells me the numbers. You know, on Saturdays, and it's—and it's crazy. It, so it, there's no shortage of that.
3: So the trick, in is my now, opinion, we can put no, them into
0: no. league bowlers. And I've, um, I've
3: heard—I've heard through the grapevine that there's, you know, there's houses that would prefer open bowling and and get rid of their league bowling and do you know, either or just open bowling and and things like that, and it's like okay, so that's not a future. So when that dries up, or you, you have something like hit, you can't survive that. Then,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, you don't have you don't have that thing where other houses have leagues and they're trying to grow something is is exploding. Great, are you promoting it? Are are you trying to get other people? guys interested you know i see he come here every saturday you're interested in bowling in the league i mean that's I, for, right a long, long long time and that's what i used to do you know and 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 today but i don't, don't think it's happening everywhere so mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to see you know the game that you know us and 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 how we are competitive because before then yeah it just becomes another, another you know environment it, it, it's like many mini- it's you know, the the, the jumping places is like, um, you know, altitude or something.
2: Yeah, it's like, ur- not like a, urban it's air places yeah. like that. Exactly. So exactly. I, do think, I do think we can all work hand-in-hand hand as far as the open bowling and league bowling goes. Because going back, what you were saying about all the streaming and things like that, you um, a good example was probably about a month or two ago, I was working on the Saturday at um, – at Ryan's and Millis. And a guy came in, you know, he wanted to bowl, he bowled by himself. He bowled like four or five games. He said he wants to get into a league. He's probably, I would say, mid thirties. Uh, I would guess I could be completely wrong. And he said he hadn't bowled since he was in a junior league. And the reason he decided to bowl was he was sitting on his phone on TikTok and saw all these outrun the bear posts. Um, and uh, said, I haven't done this for a while. I want to get back into it. And back to what your point was, like, that's not really going to happen so much with open bowling. I think bowling, open bowling was crushing when bowling was on TV because it was this constant reminder that the sport was in existence. If you wipe out all, whether it's, you know, the stuff on YouTube, TikTok, community access channel, anything, Facebook, any of that stuff, you're losing that constant reminder that those bowling alleys are there. Um, So, And I think you get the people in the bowling alley, get people... Into your house leagues. From there, you can start getting them into handicap tournaments. I think what like Nichols and what Kate and uh, Bromberg are doing with the ACBT, the amateur tour, that's going to get people's juices going. And then maybe you start to see some of those people go, I want to take the next step and start doing some pro series events. I think there is it's almost like we're getting a farm system going on right now. Like there was a little bit of a gap. I think the bowlers took over. Um, more so than ever, than I can ever remember. And I think it got to a point where the bowlers said, if we want this game to exist, we need to do it. And we see that everywhere right now. Bowlers are running their own things right now. And I think we're just going to start to see this upswell. It's going to take time, but I think there's going to be an upswell. Kate says ACBT is going to be the game. <laughs> I think there was
3: – She's not wrong. She's not wrong because you know what? There's
2: only so
3: many – and, again, I don't want to you know uh, an egotistical thing but there's there's only so many of us there's only so many there's only so many of these um, elite that bowl into you know the pro series that you know doesn't exist anymore if if you don't have a a a B or a C or they make it that are bringing on (laughs) yeah where does your A come have something to drive towards and if you can't if if you don't have the Tournaments to segue them to get there. You know, I, I'm bowling with a good friend of mine. He bowled for a long time and, and, and he took probably 10, 12 years off, and, and he's ACST just to get himself better to you know, maybe he's a C and then he may maybe who knows because now he's yeah. bowling better guys. Maybe is he bowling ACST now? No, no, not today. Oh, okay. Today. If if he's got room now. Next year, I—that I, is encouraging because that's somebody who who isn't low against, you know, their their caliber because it's all yeah. from scratch. So, or or a ton of D and C bowlers to start driving up the Bs and the B up to an A, and that's your next
2: flow of and, bowlers. That's and that's, that's where 100%. it's at now because hundred you- percent. I averaged 105 last year and I won the B South. I lost to Fernando in the finals by 4 pins. I'm struggling this year. I'm 2 pins last down to a 103 and I'm in second to last place. Because there the the gap between when we first started, I think the best bowler in the B it was called semi pro back then was 107 and the lowest I think was 97. This year the best Is that Eric? Eric, uh, I think um, Chris. Oh, was, it,
0: oh, was it Chris? Chris, Bacall- Chris had the Bacall- average,
2: okay. yeah. Um This year, I think the highest average is like one fourteen in the B. Uh, Legender and Esdale, I think, both have one fourteen. Still, and- the greatest ninety nine average bowler. I'm <laughs> And I'm averaging one hundred three, and I have the lowest average in the league right now. And and the B, I mean, we've we've had a C bowler throw six hundred this year. The first year That's we awesome. did it, we had three six hundreds. <laughs> We're getting them every week now. Someone throws a six hundred in the B, like it's like it's, and and I want to see like I told somebody I said there's a good chance I get pushed down to the C next year because as more people get into it and more people up their average, it it makes the B that much harder to get into, which creates a C a stronger C, which will create a a a need for the D. I and I told people I'll go as many letters as we need to, if people if there's a demand for it. People are bowling their own level and working to win that and move up to the next the next group. And I, I I think that shows a lot of promise. Although what ends up happening is they go to A and then I lose them to Friday Night Pro. That seems to be the yeah. <laughs> ascension. But <laughs> uh, but it's great to see because it, it, it's not like we lost them to another sport. We lost them to camp, to bowling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it feels like we're going
3: so, like, I, I, I think this ACST thing that's happened in the game too because – it, 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 it's a place to start to want to yeah. be C's yeah. or D's and they have no place I'm not going to bowl in the pro series because I don't have any on a 5 or a 10 stringer well here's your chance this, this is perfect yeah. this is absolutely developing yourself
2: I'll tell you two B guys We uh, Logan Gingras and Brian Southall I was bowling on their lanes I was bowling with Dean in the best box up at Lakeside and they were crushing it they bowled against each other then bowled together so they bowled their match on Saturday, then Sunday they were bowling together at Lakeside, and they went like ten sixty four for seven. And the, I know it's mm-hmm. you know they were throwing doubles like nobody's business. Those are two B guys, mm-hmm. like those guys could go up to the A next year if they keep yeah. going with the way they're going. Yeah,
3: and and that, so, that's that's where you're shooting for them, open. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: So we're right around that that hour mark um, so I have a couple of questions left one who was who was your guy like your your, bowl, your bowler that you looked up like really like to watch bowling um, not necessarily like a like a mentor or anything like that but like who who was like your favorite bowler to watch
3: uh, when I was a kid uh, it's probably Peter Flynn mm-hmm. when I was when I was a kid working at you know you know, for Easter's and stuff like that, I used to love watching him bowl. Um, I mean, who doesn't love watching? You know, Tom Osta bowl. Um, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, he he. It, it was still, oh, it was watching. It really It really was, and I didn't even know the guy, but you know, I was six back on lanes, giving me high, high fives. So I thought that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah.
0: and. Final question from Matt Susie What happened
2: to you? Well, I have a couple of questions. So you're not done yet. <laughs> Matt Susie I played Matt Susie
3: That happened to me. I don't know. Yeah, you, know, um, you, know, you don't get holders. So unfortunately, I'm hoping I'm not washed up. I mean, you have to be good, good to be washed up. For, but, um, you know, it, 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 it catches up to you after a while you know and, and start kicking your ass
0: so oh my god like i left exeter i was texting him my scores like i was ready to throw my balls down the spalding turd bike
2: uh, so, so, <laughs> you're talking about age lexi had asked a question have you ever thought about changing your nickname from the kid to the was it the grandfather i
3: know owl hasn't fallen apart yet that my daughter gave me when she was like five years
2: old so no not yet
3: close but i'm not a grandfather so that
0: day
2: <laughs> so I have I have three questions I'm going to wrap up with number oh, one geez. Nate Lee wants to know when the next My Time Monday is <laughs> uh, number two why don't you like Josh Daly if he has to ask he should probably already know perfect and number three have you ever thrown a 700 for five yes Yeah. More than once?
3: Uh, Yes.
2: Yeah. About how many times?
3: For five, I probably have.
0: uh, For 20. Wow. I know both. Jeremy, how many do you have? Probably. I have 20 less than that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think I have four or five just to make TV. Never mind anything
2: else. So. Four or five just to make TV. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Great Jeremy, did you need a
2: 700 to make TV?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Although both times I made Channel 50, I threw the same score. I threw like 680. There's nothing wrong with
2: that. Yeah, well back in his day you needed a seven hundred. <laughs> hey, it was the party. same day. It was literally the of, same day. Speaking of ACST uh C division, shout out to Tony Levesque. Uh JB just posted that he hit his the he hit the strike pool at Academy today. Nineteen hundred bucks? Yep. That's wow. good job oh that makes more sense i thought it was in the year 1900 all right yeah
0: that, that's probably not true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so chris thank you so much for coming on the podcast
0: yeah it was an absolute blast
2: yeah no problem at all I move out of that room here
3: real quick so no problem at all my anytime and that would th- th- this was a lot of fun i appreciate
0: it yeah we're gonna um I'll I'll talk to you so probably sometime at Exeter, but I want to get to um getting a, a round table together, like a lead up round Don't table. Give away so. secrets.
2: Oh, <laughs> damn it. No spoilers for you. You'll, You'll know. know. You'll know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, we I I want to get a few people together and uh Yeah.
1: We got some stuff in the works.
0: Stuff in the works.
1: Good. Sounds good to me. Oh, absolutely. I'm on board. Just
0: let me know. Sounds good, man.
1: All right. Sounds great. Another great thanks. night. Thank you, everybody, who piped in in the, in the chat tonight. It was a, it was a popping one. I want to say it's the one one of the more successful ones we've had in a while with activity. So appreciate that, Chris. Danny, Jeremy, thanks for uh, using God, yes. us. It was,
2: it was a Tuesday. They thought it was ripping the rack. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey. Good thing well, uh, everyone uh, for... for- <laughs> <laughs> for for the approach podcast i'm corey for candlepin corner danny jeremy chris the great stuff as always listen on anchor or spotify wherever you get your podcasts if you're listening to the podcast check us out on twitch twitch.tv slash candlepin corner you can watch our beautiful faces for this whole episode uh but that's it for me tonight i promise i am going live sunday with or without jordan i will be back live by myself Finally. to have our i know it's been so long but this is I a pro even series know. event sunday so i'm going to talk about a little bit and and there's a lot to catch up on football season's over so we can go back to sundays so i will be live sunday talking some candle pin so uh come join us again then but until then uh thanks for joining us everybody have a great night